Whoever's the pride, man Whoever's the pride, whatever science he studied, he doesn't learn the principles of that science, then usually he's not going to reach the goal, meaning having knowledge of that science. Of that particular science. Yeah, whatever science he's studying. If he doesn't study the principles of it, you go into Arabic without studying the principles of Arabic. Okay. You're not really going to reach the goal. Okay, I understand. So that's the foundation. The foundation. Uh, that's not the foundation of fiqh. That's a, a principle in every science. Okay. It's not a foundation. But it's a principle. And okay. not a fiqh. That's a general principle. That's an Arabic tafsir, hadith. Oh, okay. Any science you want to study. If you don't learn the principles, right now we, what we doing tonight, yeah, Khwan, we doing hadith. Like, so we don't study. The principles of hadith before we study hadith. If you never study the principles, no matter how strong you get, you're usually never going to reach your goal. Meaning having complete knowledge of that science okay. without the princ without the okay. principles of. You know. Excuse me, bro. Okay. How's everything? I had a question. Alhamdulillah. Inshallah. May Allah bless you. Alhamdulillah. Brother, I had a question. Inshallah. So what is the what are the rules with saying uh, wallah? What's the rules of saying? Wallahi. Wallahi? Yeah, let's say like, um, uh. okay, I'm just curious. So like, let's say one time, let's say you did something. Uh. It was a sin. Then you ask Allah for forgiveness. No. Okay, and you say, Wallahi, I will not do it again. But then let's say you slipped up again. What, what would you do after that? Uh, number one, it's not correct to swear that you're not going to do something in the future. Mm. Because al-mustaqbal bayna yadayya Allah ta'ala. The issues of the future are between the hands of Allah. Mm. You can swear all night long and make a covenant all night long. You're not going to do this and by Allah I'm not going to do that. And then tomorrow you do it. That's out of your control. Number one, it's better not to ever swear. Mm. It's better. Better not to ever. Yeah. Um, some, because the Muslim is commanded to be truthful. So I don't have to, I don't have to swear to be truthful because I'm commanded to be truthful already. Mm. So it's more honorable not to swear but sometimes you may swear to strengthen what you're saying you want to show emphasis that i didn't do such and such or i did do such and such so you swear that you did it or you swear that you didn't do it but you're supposed to be truthful anyway so just don't so it's treat better treat lightly. not to swear okay i got you i appreciate that yeah. that's better After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family and his companions and upon all those who follow, upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day. To proceed, Ya Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmi la yinfa' 
ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يسمع Verily Allah We seek refuge with you from knowledge There has no benefit And from a heart There has no fear And from a soul There has no satisfaction No contentment And from a dua that goes unanswered And from a dua that goes unanswered To proceed ya ikhwan فَنَوَاسِلُوا مَعَكُمْ في هذه الليلة المباركة الكريمة عونا من الرحمن الرحيم. We continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. في علم مصطلح الحديث. في علم مصطلح الحديث. As we continue to learn from the science of al-hadith. تعلمنا عدة أسماء أو أسماء لهذا العلم فمن يذكرنا بها فمن يذكرنا بها We learn a few different names of this science مصطلح الحديث So who can mention to us another name of this science What else can you call it? What else can you call it? عندما هذا عندما Who can answer? أصول الحديث You can say مصطلح الحديث Usul al-hadith Wama huwa And what else? And you can also say Ilmu al-hadith Kathiru min al-asma' Binafsi al-ma'na So there are many words That have the same meaning This science of al-hadith You can call it Ilmu al-hadith You can call it Mustalah al-hadith And you can call it Usul al-hadith Nafsu al-ma'na They all have the same meaning The principles of a hadith or you can say the sciences of a hadith or the knowledge of a hadith what's the name of the book that we have chosen to go over in this class the science of a hadith we changed the class قبل أسبوع last week so not principles of tafsir هذا غدا that's tomorrow and now we're going over the منظومة of البيقوني which is called البيقونية البيقونية طيب وصلنا إلى أي نوع we have arrived at what type of hadith انتهينا بصحيح وانتهينا بالحسن أظن صح we completed, ya ikhwan, the science or the hadith that is called al-sahih. And we also learned the hadith that is called al-hasan. فَمَنْ يُذَكِرُنَا بِمَعْنَا الْحَدِيثِ الصَّحِيحِ Who can give us the meaning of the hadith that is sahih? مَنْ لَا يَعْلَمُ تَعْرِيفَ الصَّحِيحِ Who does not know the meaning of the sahih hadith? كُلُّكُمْ حَفِظُونَ وَهَدِثْنَا من من نسائنا وبناتنا who from our sisters لا تعلم تعريف الحديث الصحيح who doesn't know the meaning of the hadith that is called sahih from our sisters, our daughters كلكم all of you know it inshallah one of our sisters لا تستحيون يا اخوان هذا حرام في هذا المجال don't be shy يا اخوان it's not allowed to be shy عندما نطلب العلم while we're seeking knowledge إذا نعلم أو لا نعلم لا نستحي If we know or we don't know we're not shy كلنا نطلب العلم All of us are seeking knowledge All of us are seeking 
knowledge. فإذا تعلم نقول أنا أعلم. If you know, then say I know. إذا لا تعلم لا تستحي أبدا أن تقول أنا لا أدري. If you don't know, don't ever, ever, ever be shy to say I don't know. الملائكة ما كان يستحيون والنبي ما كان يستحي هذا ليس من حيئتي طالب العلم أبدا. The angels were not shy when they were asked a question they didn't know. The Messenger of Allah was not shy when he was asked a question he didn't know. It's not correct for the student of knowledge to be shy. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. وَلَوْ يَنْظُرِ إِلَيْكَ بَقِيَةُ أَرْتُلَابِ Even if the rest of the students are looking at you. وَلَوْ يَقُولُونَ عَنْكَ مَاذَا يَقُولُونَ عَنْكَ لَا تَسْتَحِي Even if the people are looking at you and they say whatever they say about you, still don't be shy. هَذَا بَيْنَهُمْ وَبَيْنَ رَبِّهِمْ That's between them and their Lord. طَائِعْ وَفِي هَذَا الدَّرْسِ نُشَجِّعْ وَلَا نَضْحَقْ In our classes, يَا إِخْوَانْ We encourage and we don't criticize. We don't laugh at one another. لا. كُلُنَا إِخْوَةْ وَالْأَخْوَاتْ All of us are brothers and sisters, يَا إِخْوَانْ كَمْ مَرَّةً سَمِعْنَا أَنَا قَائِلًا أَنِ الْعَالَمْ Allah عَالَمْ Allah عَالَمْ لَا أَدْرِي How many times you heard me say, يَا إِخْوَانْ I don't know. Allah knows best. Never heard of that. ما عندي proof. Or ما عندي delay. ما عندي proof. ما عندي delay. طائق. فَلَا تَسْتَحْيُ أَبَدًا Don't be shy, يَا إِخْوَانْ the third name of the science of hadith. Usul al-hadith. Usul al-hadith. Mustalah. Al-hadith. Three names. Three names. Usul al-hadith. Ilm al-hadith. Mustalah al-hadith. Fi hadha al-dars la natakallam la nahfadhu kathira min aqwal nabi. La. La nurakiz ala hadha fi hadha al-dars. Fi hadha al-layla. Tonight's class on what day, Ikhwan? Yom al-Ithnayn, on Tuesdays. We're not memorizing the hadith of the Messenger of Allah. Not a lot. We're not focusing on his words, alayhi salatu wasalam, in tonight's class. That's yesterday. Tonight we're doing what? What are we doing in the science of hadith class? What are we studying? The differences of what? All three. All three of what? Hey, the types of hadith, the categories of hadith. Yeah. We're not memorizing. ما عرتيكم حديثا كثيرا قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام إنما الأعمال بالنيات وإنما لكل مريء ما نوى لا. We're not memorizing the hadith. Tonight we're not memorizing. The Messenger of Allah said all actions are based upon intentions, and everyone will have whatever he intends. No. We're going over ما معنى صحيح ما معنى الحسن ما معنى المنقطع ما معنى الموضوع ما معنى المرسل. Tonight's class, Tuesday's class. We're not memorizing hadith. We're learning the difference of the types of hadith. What does it mean when Bukhari says Sahih? What does it mean when we hear Hasan? What does it mean when we say Mursal? So tonight, we're learning the science of hadith. Not the words of the Messenger of Allah. Not his hadith. We're not memorizing. That's not tonight's class. You guys understand that? Who doesn't understand? Oh, Rabbi Love Sheikh, Raja'na, Raja'a Ilayna. Alhamdulillah, may Allah bless you. Who from our daughters don't understand? We're not studying the hadith, we're studying the types of hadith. Man yurid an yaqra' bidayat al-mantan. Who wants to recite the beginning of the book? Inshallah ta'ala, bi raf'i sawt, with a loud voice. Talaq.
أبدأ أبدأ بالحمد مصليا على محمد خير نبي مرسلا ولي من أقسام الحديث عدة كل واحد أتى وحده أولها الصحيح وهو ما اتصل إسناده ولم يشد أو يعد يغليه عبد ضابط عن مثله معتبد في ضبط في ضبطه ونقله والحسن المعروف طرقا وغلت رجاله لك الصحيح اشتهرت وكل ما عن رتبه الحسن قصر فهو ضعيف واقسام كثر وما اضيف للنبي المرفوع وما لتابعيه هو المغفور. احسنت 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 جميلا ومن ايضا هو اسم امرايس واراد ان يقرا ان وصف سايد تفضل. ابدأ بالحمد مصليا على محمد بن خير النبي المرسلاء ودي من اقسام الحديث عده وكل واحد اتى وحده اولها الصحيح وهو ما اتصل اسناده ولم يشد او يعد يغليه عبد ضابط مثله معتمد في ضبطه ونقله والحسن المعروف طرحا وغدت رجاله لا كالصحيح اشتهرت وكل ما عن رتبه الحسن قصر فهو ضعيف وهو اقسام كثر. ما شاء الله أحسنت أحسنت ومن أيضا من رجالنا who from else from other brothers تفضل قال الناظم رحمه الله أبدأ بالحمد مصليا على محمد خير نبي أرسلا ودي من أقسام الحديث عدة وكل واحد أتى وحده أولها الصحيح وهو ما اتصل إسناده ولم يشذ أو يعل يرويه عدل ضابط عن مثله معتمد في ضبطه ونقله والحسن المعروف طرقا وغدت رجاله لك الصحيح اشتهرت وكل ما عن رتبه الحسن قصر فهو الضعيف وهو اقسام كثر احسنت جميلا يا شيخ بارك الله فينا وفيكم may Allah bless us and you may Allah bless you and us من بين بناتنا وفما بالدورس our sisters تريد ان تقرا who wants to recite
فهو الضعيف فهو قسام قطر طيب our beloved brothers reminding us of two pronunciations and we mentioned this to you before and some of the printings we mentioned this yesterday sometimes in different books different printings different publications you may find some slight wordings in the oh. uh, I'm still learning my what are the names of the three hadiths? The three, the three hadiths. Ta'if. Sahih. Sahih. Hasan. Hasan. Da'if. Da'if. Sahih. Sahih. Hasan. Hasan. Da'if. Da'if. Sahih. Sahih. Hasan. Hasan. Da'if. Da'if. In some of the printings, there's a slight variation in some of the wordings. For example, in two of the lines. In two of the lines, some printings have Wahua, Wahua. Some printings have Wahua, Wahua. Al-Sahih Wahua. Lakin Wahua yujadu fi baad al-nusakh. The correct position is Wahua, but Wahua comes in some of the printings. So no, no problem if you memorize it Wahua, and then the second line Wahua or Wahua, and then you say again Fahua. No problem. But the origin it should be wahwa uh, fahwa. But as we mentioned, some printings have fahwa, some have fahwa. No. Is this according to different dialects and also the rhythm of the manduma, of the line of poetry? But the meaning doesn't change. You can say huwa and you can say wahwa, for example, in some of the uh, dialects of the Arabic language. No. So, what exactly uh, is the meaning of the sahih? Sahih means, or we translate to mean authentic. Okay. But it has a meaning. Right? Who can give us the meaning of Sahih? Not the translation. What is Sahih? What is authentic? What's the meaning of the hadith that is authentic? Uh, it has some conditions. Tujadu an yakuna hadith or hadithan sahiha and yatawafa ba'd al-shurut. For the hadith to be has, uh, sahih, it has to have some conditions met. For a servant to be a Muslim, he has to believe in something. Whatever the servant calls himself, there are some things he has to believe in. Some things she has to believe in. If he does not believe them, she does not believe them, they're not Muslims. We're not Muslims. ويوجد بعض الأعمال يجب علينا أن نفعلها إذا نفعلها فنحن من المسلمين إذا لا نفعلها نحن لسنا من المسلمين ونعوذ بالله Likewise in actions There's some actions the servant has to do to be a Muslim If he does them, he's a Muslim If she does not do them, she's not a Muslim No matter what they call themselves What's an example of something you have to believe in as a Muslim? An-Nabi على جميع من يشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله أن يعتقدوا بمحمد نبيا. Every servant who testifies that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah has to believe in Muhammad. Is that sufficient to believe in him? That's not sufficient. What else do you have to believe? Regards to Muhammad. 
Is it suffice to believe that Muhammad is Muhammad? You have to follow him. Is that enough to follow him? You have to believe that he's a prophet. It's not enough to believe that he's Muhammad. That's not sufficient. You have to believe that Muhammadan, Nabiyan, Warasulan. You have to believe that Muhammad is the prophet of Allah and his messenger. Is that enough to believe he's a prophet and a messenger? No. The answer is no. What else you have to believe? He is the last prophet and messenger. And all of this shows the importance of belief. Having the strong belief in Allah. What's something else you have to believe in to be a Muslim? Where is Allah? Allah Ta'ala Al-Arsh Istawa He's above his Arsh If the person does not believe Allah is above his heavens Allah is above the Arsh If the person does not believe that And he's not ignorant Say he's ignorant Then he should be taught He's a blind follower, he should be taught. His father told him that, he should be taught. At any rate, he does not believe Allah is above the arsh. He believes Allah is on the earth. He believes Allah Ta'ala fi kulli makan billah. He believes Allah is everywhere. You hear that a lot? There's some groups of Islam, they don't believe Allah is above the arsh. They believe Allah is with us upon the arsh. Al-Mu'tazila. They used to believe Allah is not above, Allah is on the earth. They used to believe you can't say Allah is above. What's something else that you have to believe in to be a Muslim? The Quran. The Quran. Is it sufficient to believe in the Quran? Trick question. Don't rush. Is it suffice to believe in the Quran? Yes. Only like that? I believe in the Quran. That's it? The answer is no. Regarding the Quran, all the books hey, you have to believe it's what? It's the book of Allah, the, the speech of Allah. Is it sufficient to believe it's the speech of Allah? Huh? We need more Aqidah classes, yeah, fine. <laughs> We're about to put every class away and do all classes of Aqidah, inshallah. That's the most important, yeah, fine. Is it suffice? Let's start again. Is it sufficient that the servant believes in the Quran? That's it? Talking about the Quran. Not suffice. What does he have to believe? One of our sisters said it. It's the what? Speech of Allah. If the servant does not believe, the Quran is Allah's words. He's not a Muslim yet. You have to believe it's Allah's words. Allah spoke it. Is that suffice? There's something else. It's sent down. Tayyip. We'll save that one. Tayyip. Something else about the speech. It is not created. It is not if the servant does not believe that the speech of Allah is not created, he's not a Muslim yet. This is why the great Imam Ahmed was punished and whipped and whipped and whipped. Why did he stand up for Islam? What did he do? What was he defending? 
the belief of Al Islam, the belief. وكان وحيدا وكان معه محمد بن نوح رحمه الله تعالى لكن مات محمد بن نوح رحمه الله تعالى توفيا. And Imam Ahmed was almost single-handedly alone. There was another scholar with him, his companion, Muhammad ibn Nuh, who also stood firm, but he died. He was hit with some bricks and some rocks, traveling to the prison, and he died. Imam Ahmed almost single-handedly, at that time, stood firm for Islam, almost by himself. And and it was allowed for him to confess and say what they wanted him to say. It's allowed to lie in certain circumstances. If you're afraid for your life, someone comes in here right now and says, Hey, if you don't say you're a Muslim, I'm going to take your life. And if we have low iman, you say, I don't believe in Islam no longer. You're still Muslim. You're still Muslim. It's allowed to, to lie to save your life. It's allowed to eat pork to save your life. The man is traveling, and he's on the door of death. And all he has is this hot dog from the pig. Is it haram for him to eat that meat at this moment? He's about to die. The answer is no. He can eat it. Some scholars say, It's obligatory upon him to eat it. But it's, it's pork, yes, because you can't kill yourself. It's not allowed to throw yourself to destruction. Follow. What if somebody, like, you said is pulling a gun at you or something? Huh? And they say, like, disbelieve in Allah? Huh? Would, would it be hard to say no? No. It would be allowed to say no. Have the jealousy, ya khwani, that abdu khaifan ala nafsihi. And you're. The, no, no. Would it be hard for you to, like, not listen to him and die? The opposite. No, that wouldn't be haram either. If the man wants to stand firm on Islam, I believe in Allah, and then the man kills him. Have it older, that'll be better. But say his Iman is not as strong. That was Imam Ahmed. There were other scholars in his time. So much so, Imam Ahmed didn't talk to them for a long time. Yahya ibn Sa'id. Yahya ibn Sa'id was there. He was a contemporary of Imam Ahmed. And he wasn't as strong as Imam Ahmed. When it came to him, and said, is the Qur'an created? He said, yes. Out of fear. He didn't do nothing wrong. Mm. But he wasn't as strong as Imam Ahmed. Imam Ahmed stood firm. Stood firm. Defending the belief of Islam. That's why he was beat. You go back and read his biography, you're going to shed tears. Almost single-handedly. Almost. He didn't take nothing from the rulers. Nothing. Not their gifts. Not their wealth. Nothing from them. And they beat him, and beat him, and beat him. And he stood for trial. And he used to ask them, why am I here? I believe in Allah. I believe in the messenger. I follow the sunnah. Why am I here? Why are you trying me? Why? And he had the correct belief. And he stood firm, ya khwan. He stood firm. And this is a principle of seeking knowledge. One of the a correct niyyah, while you're seeking knowledge, is al-mudafa'atu al-islam. Is that you intend to defend Islam. With your memorization of the Quran, your memorization of the Hadith, you're studying Usul Hadith, you're studying Tafsir, you're studying Arabic, the Arabic language, you're studying Al Fiqh, that you intend to defend Islam. When these people on the YouTube and the Facebook and the Hikhaq and the TikTok and Instagram and the this and that, if we can stop taking pictures of our food, and the brothers also, 
and defend Islam. That's a tremendous intention here. What's your name again, Yaqi? Yusuf. Yusuf, mashallah. Who was Yusuf in Islam? You know Yusuf in Islam? Yusuf alayhi salam. And the Prophet of Allah. I said, Tfadl. I have a question. Mm. So, intention is everything. Intention is not everything. No. Some Muslims you hear, they say, the intention is all that matters. Intention is everything. The correct is that intention is not everything. You can say intention is half of everything, but not everything. A man can intend to do something good and fall into something evil. A man can intend to do something good and his actions still not be accepted. A man can intend to do something good and fall into riyah, showing off. So we say the niya nisfu kulli shay. The intention is half of everything. No. Okay. So let's say that's me as a revert. Uh. Uh, how would you balance? Because let's say for someone who's going to die and it's a lobby and eat pork. Uh. In Islam, it's most important to respect your parents. Mm. Let's say your parents are still Catholics mm. and they still promote a lifestyle that is not of the Sunnah. How would you be able to balance that? You try your best, Yaqwan, and Tada'a Allah Ta'ala, Foka Kulishi. Walau Amama Abika, Umika, Wabakiati Ailatika, you try your best to pit Islam, to pit Allah, first and foremost, at the head of everything. You try your best. Even in front of your parents, your, fa your mother, your father, and the remaining of your family members. Your best friends. You try your best to pit Islam first. إذا الأم تأمرك بشيء في داخل الإسلام تطيع أمك. If your mother, even if she's a non-Muslim, commands you to do something that does not oppose Islam, then obey your mother. إذا الأب يأمرك بشيء في داخل الإسلام أطيع أباك. If your father commands you to do something that's inside of Islam, then obey your father. ولا عكس بالعكس. Likewise, the opposite. ما معنى هذا؟ what do we mean the opposite? Uh, if they command you to do something that's haram, you're not supposed to do it. Hey, your mother commands you to do something that contradicts Islam. Or your father contradicts Islam. Then you don't obey them. So, with issues of pork. What I try to do with my own ummi, and my mother is still Christian, and may Allah guide her, and all of this. وَهِيَ الْوَحِيدَ الَّتِي أَنَا أُبَدِّلُ مَكَانِي لِمَكَانِهَا أُمِّي And my mother is the only place that I would trade places with is my ummi أبي يمكن maybe أمي ما شاء الله تعالى أقول أمي وأبي ولا غيرهما أمي ما مذ ما فاضل إذا أدخلني الله تعالى جنة وأدخل الأمي في النار أبدل مكاني لمكاني أمي وكذلك للأب أبدل مكاني لمكاني أبي if Allah Ta'ala, we hope, allows us to enter to the Jannah and He throws my mother into the hellfire, I will trade places with my mother. Likewise, my Abby. And they're the only two that I will trade places with you. <laughs> Likewise, the ayah on the day the man is going to flee away from his mother and his brother and his father and his, his wife also and all of the people of the, of the earth, his whole family. If I'm allowed to trade, I will ask Allah for permission to trade. If I'm allowed. Tayyib. 
But I try to do it with my mother. Here, that took me to be kitabin that. She doesn't believe in the Quran. And I take to her be Quran. Here, it's a Quran. Here, it's a Quran. And I take to her be Quran. Here, it's a Quran. I come to her with the Quran. Allah says, Allah says, Allah says. She says, I don't believe that's Allah's words. I don't believe in the Quran. So what do I have to do sometimes? So what do I do? She doesn't believe in the Quran. I give her hadith. She doesn't believe that Muhammad is the prophet. So I'm wasting my breath. She doesn't believe in the Quran. So what do I do? Now, I try to memorize proofs from her holy book. Mm. I don't believe the Bible is intact. I don't believe that the Bible is, is safe from error. I don't believe that. But she does. Okay. So I go into the, her holy book and I memorize when Jesus is talking. Isa is talking. And I give her the proofs, for example. So we hope that one day that she accepts Islam. You try your best also, Yaqwan. Read the Bible with your mother. If she allows you to read the Quran with her. Ummi, mashallah, listen, let me share a benefit with you. She says, ahalan, ahalan. Then share a benefit with her. Sometimes my mother, she will sit and read. Sometimes she watches our classes, for example. And I try to acknowledge her and tell her this and tell her that. Likewise, my little sisters, not Muslim yet. Alhamdulillah. So we try our best. There are things that we should do more of yet. One myself included is give da'wah to our family. We should have a table at these closed stores. One day we're going to get a table, maybe in the summer, and we're going to set up a da'wah place, and we're going to go in front of this gas station or one of these stores and call these people to Islam. That's the sunnah of the Messenger. Myself, I don't do that as much. I don't talk to my family as much about Islam. And may Allah teach us all. One of our sisters, let's get back to the class. Yeah. What happened if somebody does what to their intention? can do is try your best to fill out the best of your ability and fight your desires, fight your nafs, fight your soul. You have what's called mujahadatul nafs, where you fight against your soul. Sometimes even as a man, you're a man, inshallah, we're men. The woman, she's walking, mashallah, you see her, you see her there. And you're trying your best not to look. You're trying your best to fight yourself. Like we do push-ups sometimes in the masjid. You don't push-ups inside of your soul. Not to look there. That's haram, ya Allah ta'ala yandulilayk. Allah yasma'. So you try to have the mujahadatul nafs. Likewise, the issues of your intention. Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah ta'ala kan yaqul had as'abu shayt. Mu'alajatu al-nafs. Or mu'alajatu al-niyya. He said, that's the most hardest thing I had to deal with. He said, I was poor. He was really poor. Sufyan al-Thawri, the great Imam of Hadith. He said, I was patient with the dunya. I was patient with poverty. I was patient with this. The hardest thing for me to fight was having a good intention. The sister at the full drive, and she's doing it for Allah, and then her desires come. Some shaitan comes. Some whispers comes. What does she do? Stop doing a full drive? No. 
She tries to fight her intention, tries to fight her soul, and make sure she's doing it for Allah. Sometimes you have to not accept anything from the people, like Ali Imam Ahmed. Out of fear, you're not saying that it's haram to take something. One brother says, why don't you charge for your classes? You teach online and you do this and that. Why don't you charge? Everybody charges. Why don't you charge? And you say, out of fear, that it will change my intention. Out of fear. It's allowed. Oh, sorry. Some scholars say it's allowed to charge for different sciences. Some say it's not. At any rate, out of fear, it's going to change your intention. إِذَا إِنشَاءَ تَعَالَىٰ أَنْتُمْ تَمْشُونَ إِلَىٰ وتوزعون طعاما لكل شخص محتاج الى الطعام اعطيكم 100 دولار في كل يوم i say to you guys join the sisters there go to the food drive and distribute food to everyone who's in need of food every weekend you do that i'll give you 100 dollars all the brothers are going to sign hey where i sign my name ya mashallah ta'ala احتاج الى هذا 100 دولار i need that money where i sign up طيب first weekend he goes 100 dollars second weekend goes 100 dollars is fearful that he's only doing it to get the money. You say to the brothers, every time you call their van, I'll give you five dollars. Five dollars? Yes. Khamsa salawat? Five salah? Fikuleyon? Yes. That's five, twenty, fifteen, uh, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five dollars in a day? Yes. From calling their van? Yes. Now, it's fear he's only calling their van to get the money. It's allowed. You have a wife, you have a daughter, you have a husband. You say, hey, لِكُلِّ صُورَةٍ لِكُلِّ حَدِيثٍ حَفِذْتَ أُعْتِيكَ حَدِيَّةً هذا جائز. You say to your beloved wife, the wife to her husband, you to your child, hey, every surah you memorize, I'll give you a gift. That's allowed. So now this sister, mashallah ta'ala, every day you come home, alif lamim, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ Every day, every day, every day, every day, she's done baqarah. MashaAllah, hati hadiyati, give me my gift. We go to the Somali mall, get her something she likes. Alhamdulillah, Ali Imran, she's memorizing. Give me my gift. Next order, next order, toy it. Now it looks like she's only doing it for the gift. So many scholars say it's better not to do so. Because there's a chance the person can make the taqyirun niyyah, their intention can change. Their intention can change. Even recording. I never used to record ourselves in class. Never. If you missed it, you missed it. Then one brother said, or sister said, there was a sister in my city, real strong sister, mashallah. She used to come to every class. And she's about to have a baby. And she said, listen, I don't want to miss the classes, but I'm due any day. Is there any way I can participate? So we learned about some of the apps and the telephone links and the likes. At any rate, out of fear, the intention may change. So it's allowed, regarding the intention, I would say to that sister, that brother, don't stop doing the good, but fight yourself. Make sure you're doing it for Allah. Even if you don't receive some of the issues of the dunya, maybe you don't get the gifts, you don't get the money, you don't get this and this and this, to make sure your intention is for Allah Ta'ala's sake. But it's allowed to accept the gifts. It's allowed to have a, another reason. But you do it for Allah Ta'ala's sake. No, that's what I would say, Allah Alam. What's more? What does Allah love more? Allah or Zuhr? Allah What does Allah love most? Why do Allah this question, brothers? Because I have this question because this Why do we say we don't know? Because I don't know no proof to say Allah loves this more than this. You need proof to say that. 
Not Allah and Allah Ta'ala yuhibbu kilahuma. We know Allah loves both of them. But which one Allah knows loves more? Allah. Can, can you define them? Al-wala wa zuhud Tayyip, al-zuhudu ya ikhwan taruku ma ahallallah ta'ala alayka fi hadihi dunya What is zuhud? Abstinuousness. Al-zuhud is staying away from those things that are halal for you in the dunya. You stay away from them. For example, wa anta tatlubu bi hadha al-taruk ajr Allah. And why are you staying away from them? These things are allowed. The man gets a mashallah bed. You go to a nice store here. What's a uh, furniture store you guys got in Kansas City? Nebraska Furniture Mall. Say it again. Nebraska Furniture Mall. You go to Nebraska Furniture Mall. Best in the city, mashallah. <laughs> we want to buy a nice bed. Then he says, No, I'm going to have abstinuousness for Allah. What do you mean, Yaqi? I'm asleep on the floor. Sleeping on the bed is allowed or haram. Getting a nice bed is halal or haram. It's halal. Right? I want the pillow top, double pillow. Is that allowed? That's allowed. The man gets the brand new sandals. The best in Somalia, mashallah. There's no sandal like this sandal. The sister gets the best jilbab. There's no jilbab. The best at the Somali mall. The best, this is the best jilbab created. She says, no, no. I don't want it. I'm going to leave it off for the sake of Allah. So a zuhud is taruku ma halallah ta'ala alil abd taliban ajil Allah. Abstinuousness is to leave off those things that are halal. Not to leave off that which is haram. That's not zuhud. Zuhud is when you abstain, you stay away from those things that are allowed for you. Allowed for you. Getting a lot of thoughts. If I ask all of you to count your thoughts when you go home and be truthful, count them, and come back tomorrow, and we're going to ask inshallah. Likewise, you, the, we're not even going to mention the sisters yet. <laughs> they're, they're going to be counting for days and days and days and days and days and days. The average sister has a hundred jalabi, a hundred. She has 30 for the summer. You, how, why do you need 30 jalabib in the summer? Then she has another 30 for the winter. Another 20, and we're the same. Most of the time, we have more garments than our women, ya ikhwan. That would not be from Zuhud. Zuhud is like Umar. Zuhud is like Abu Hurairah. Zuhud is like Abu Ubaidah. Zuhud is like Al-Shafi'i. Zuhud is like Al-Imam Ahmad. Zuhud is like Al-Bukhari. Zuhud is like Aisha. For example, they stayed away from the, the pomp and the glitter of this dunya. It's allowed to get the Mercedes. It's allowed to get the Lexus. It's allowed. But he says, nah, just give me a Hyundai. Give me a car. I can get to the masjid. I get to work. If I wanted to raise somebody on the highway. Lambert. <laughs> what if it's like more value to it? Like Even if it's more valuable. Like it's more, uh, like it serves the purpose better. Like a hundred dollar cologne that lasts more often, uh. or like a ten dollar cologne that's very cheap, like fifty percent alcohol. Why not they get the one in the middle? Is it only ten dollars or hundred? That's an example. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's like that, yeah, Juan. The brother says, "Hey, I got the iPhone, 11, 12, whatever number we on now, sixteen, fifteen, <laughs> CSSC, Tight. Z Max, Max Pro, no problem." The brother says, "Just give me a regular Android." But I can do what I gotta do on there. The iPhone is how much? You're ashamed to say that price in the masjid. That's how much it costs. $1,500 for a phone. I'm not saying it's haram. 
هذا ليس إسلامي that's not my Islam يا أخوان ما حرمه الله تعالى على المسلمين Allah doesn't say that's haram the sister wants to get an iPhone she's gonna say oh now I can't get an iPhone I done saved up I got my stimulus I just got paid I just did my taxes I've been waiting all year I didn't want the 14 now I get the 15 that's allowed يا أخوان but do you need it do we need it no even our phones these are not necessities يا أخوان ever they're privileges even cars Someone will say, hey, <laughs> The brother's gonna say, hey, I can't live without my car. No, you can. You just don't think you can. Because of where we live. We don't need all these. These are our privileges, Yechon. These are privileges. Necessities are things you need. Necessities are things that without them, you die. That's a necessity. All these other things are privileges. Tfadali. But if you say the reward, pleasure, face, all this is the same meaning. If you say to do something for the sake of Allah, or sake is another one. You could say sake, you could say face, you could say the reward of Allah. You could say for Allah, that's another one. Fear of Allah. Huh? Fear of Allah. Fear of Allah, all the mean the same. Pleasure of Allah, all the mean the same. If you say pleasure, for Allah, fear of Allah, reward of Allah, face of Allah, sake of Allah. They're all the same. You're doing the action. You're not doing this thing for no other reason except you want Allah's reward. That's it. If this is your intention, that, that's what it means to do something for Allah. You're doing whatever you're doing. Not for Ummi, not for Abi, not for your family, not for the masjid, not for the brothers, not for the sisters. No, you're doing it for Allah. If this is your intention only, you're sincere. Now, last point, and then we get back to the class. Yeah, for. Close, close. The halal doesn't mean it's obligatory. What does halal mean? It's allowed. You don't get a reward for doing the halal. We learned that in our school class. You don't get a reward for doing what's halal. You get a reward for doing what's recommended and doing what's obligatory. That's it. If the thing is al jawaz, if it's allowed, someone write this down here, Juan. لا يستلم لا عبد أجرا بأن يقع بأن يفعل شيئا جائزا. The servant does not get a reward for doing something that's allowed. The servant does not get a reward for doing something that's allowed. العبد لا يؤجر بأن يفعل شيئا جائزا. The servant does not get a reward. For doing something that's allowed. What's something that's allowed? Not recommended, not obligatory. Allowed. Buying a car. Buying a car. We go right now to Mercedes, Nissan, whatever, it's up to you, and we buy a car. Do I get a reward for buying a car? No. The answer is no. It's allowed. 
Some scholars say, how do you determine what's salah? The one who does it and the one who does not do it is the same. The one who does it and the one who does not do it, their reward is the same. Getting married. Is it allowed? Yeah. Oh. Recommended. Recommended. In some cases. In some cases. Let's talk about the also, the origin. Getting married is recommended. In some situations, it could be allowed. Generally, it's recommended. Do you get a reward for getting married? Yes. Yes. It's half your deen. It's half your deen. Some scholars say that hadith is weak. Other scholars say it's hasan. Making salah. What's the ruling? Wajib. Do you get a reward for it? Yes. yes. Everything that's wajib and mustahab, you get a reward. If it's allowed, walking, I sit right now, or I stand. Do I get a reward for that? No. You don't get a reward for standing. You're standing, you sit. Do you get a reward for that? No. The sister has a Pepsi, or I don't know if she has a Pepsi. She has something she's drinking. Tight. She says, she get a reward for that? Answers no. She says, Bismillah. And she makes her intention. She's drinking to make herself strong as a Muslim. Muslima. Now she gets a reward. That's exactly what I was going to say. Eh. You buy a car with the intent to use it to go to the masjid, to frequent the masjid. Eh. To, you know, I mean, if you just buy the car, but it, can the intention bring the eh, The intention can also change. Eh. The man is hot. We're playing basketball. My team is winning, mashallah. <laughs> Only lost a couple of times in Japan so far, so. <laughs> I think I lost. Alhamdulillah, Rabbi Rabbi Sheikh, the best in the masjid. Alhamdulillah, close to Alehi, I beat him. Alhamdulillah, and I had on sandals. <laughs> it was Ramadan. I don't think he was playing that seriously. At any rate, I still won. That's all that matters. Like, but I think he was taking it easy. At any rate, I think he had on sandals also. So we make it pretty. So now, we're working out, playing basketball. The man gets hot. What do you do when you get hot? He takes a shower. Do we get a reward for taking a shower here? For cooling off? No. The answer is no. He makes his intention, Jumu'ah, to make a ghusl, same action. Make a ghusl for the sake of Allah. Same action. Now he gets a reward. The sister's just shy. So she covers up when she comes outside. Just because she's shy. Does she get a reward for that? She wears the same hijab. Khimar, jilbab, alhamdulillah. Nobody can see her. But she's not doing it for Allah. She's just shy. Culturally, she doesn't like the men to look at her. So when she comes outside, tatahajab, she covers her body. Does she get a reward for that? Out of shyness. The answer is no. She comes out the next day. Covers up for Allah's sake. Following the commandments of Allah. The sunnah of the Messenger, same action, now she's rewarded. The brother wears a thaw, culturally. It's my culture. In Africa, the people wear a thaw. I'm going to follow my culture. So I cover my body, culturally. Do I get a reward? No. Now I'm doing it following the sunnah of the Messenger, now he gets a reward. The man grows a beard. Everybody has a beard in America now. The Christians, the Jews, the atheists, everybody has a beard now. Some women, 
ったり。太。That's a joke, yeah, fine. That's gonna be a joke. 太。Everybody has a beard now. You turn on the TV, everybody has a beard. The child say, "Hey, on me, Abby, he's Muslim. Why do you say that? He has a beard." No, everybody has a beard now, son. Toy, the man grows a beard just to be handsome, to be, to be cute, to follow the norm. Does he get a reward? No. no. He does so following the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, alayhi He gets a reward. So the intention we don't say is everything. We say nisfu kulli shay. It's half of everything. So that's what we say zuhud is. So let's get back to the class, ya ikhwan. Taib, intahayna bil hasan. Everyone knows the sahih? Almost everyone knows the sahih? We mention one condition. The chain has to be complete. Another condition. It cannot have shad. Another condition. The narrators have to have adil. They have to have this. They have to be good Muslims. They have to be just and noble and upright. Something else about the narrators? They have to have bulk. They have to have good. Memorization. They have to have accurate memorizations. What else about the chain? It can't have illatul qadiha. It can't have a weakness that affects the hadith. If you memorize these, hadith. These are the conditions for the hadith to be authentic. What's the difference between Hassan and Sahih? It's the same except that. If you know Sahih, if you really know it, the chain has to be complete. All of the narrators have to be reliable, dependable, good Muslims. They have to have good memorization, good accuracy. The chain can't have shad, and the chain can't have a weakness that affects the hadith. If you got that down, you know Hassan. Hassan is the same, except when it gets to the narrators, they don't have to have per perfect, <coughs> tremendous accuracy. They have to have good accuracy. They have to have <coughs> between good and great. They don't have to have great memorizations. The sister gets 91, 92. Every test, she gets five wrong only. Like, that's Hassan. She has khafudot. Her accuracy is slightly less. The brother. He gets a hundred, hundred, ninety-eight, ninety-nine, hundred, hundred. That's Sahih. The other brother, ninety-eight, ninety-six, ninety-six, ninety-five, ninety-six, ninety-five. That's Khafudot. His accuracy is slightly less. What makes one narrator like less precise? What do they do that? For example, sometimes in tests, sometimes when they narrate, sometimes when he narrates, he makes mistakes, but not a lot of mistakes. He makes a few mistakes. Out of a hundred hadith, he misquotes ten of them. That's great. Out of a hundred, she misquotes thirty. That's good. For example, out of a hundred, he misquotes seventy. That's not. That's that's bad. That's not good. So sometimes the narrators they may be compared what he narrates in comparison to what this other one narrates. He said it's in such and such. He fumbled it and jammed it up. He said it's in such and such. So they compare the narrators. They compare their narrations to one another. You find this, Yehwan. Does age play a factor? Young age may play a factor, Yehwan. 
older kids have better memories than elderly? No, that, that, let's play a major factor. Also, you can memorize from your, and you can narrate from your, from your notes. So age does play a factor. There was a sheikh from the major scholars of today, the sheikh of all of our shaykh, Sheikh Mupur Rahim Allah Ta'ala min Bilad al-Yemen. Not our teacher. Some people think since you narrate him a lot, you study with him. He died before I got to the village there. I really wanted to study with this man in Yemen, but he passed away. He got real sick and died before I got to go to Yemen. Some people think I study with him because I narrate him a lot, but I never met him. I never met him. They say about him, Lam they say about him, he didn't finish the Quran. Lakin yarwihi wa yarwihi wa yarwihi bi sur'ah lanahu kana mashghulan bi qira'at al-Qur'an wa dirasat al-Qur'an wa sami' al-Qur'an lakin lam yahfaz al-Qur'ana kamilatan wallahu alam but when you ask him anything he can recite the Quran to you real quickly he was really versed in the Quran but he didn't memorize the whole Quran if someone's reciting and they make an error he can quote it but he can't recite the entire Quran like that, no. But in questions and answers, whatever he's asked, he can say, Na'am, Qalallahu ta'ala kada wa kada wa kada. Next question, Qalallahu ta'ala kada. Even how is the shaykh that fat? Whatever you asked him, he was fast, 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 fast. That's something Allah gave him. But they say about him, he never memorized the whole Quran. But he was diligent in reading the Quran. He used to read the Quran daily, daily. So he knew the Quran. You recite us an ayah, he will say that's sort of to such and such. You recite a verse, that's sort of to such and such. But he couldn't recite the whole Quran like that himself. At any rate, some people say about him, he didn't memorize the whole Quran. His daughter, Umm Abdul Al-Wadi'iyah, said my Abbey never finished the whole Quran, hifdhan, memorization wise. But he's from the major scholars of our time. So age does play a factor. And he sort knowledge as an elder. Sometimes we're foreigners, I'm never going to learn Arabic, I'm American, or I was born in America, or I'm a non-Arab, I'm never going to learn Arabic. No, you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm elderly, I accepted Islam at this age and this age. How can I be a student of knowledge? You believe in the most merciful. The children are going to out-memorize me, maybe. Maybe you're going to out-memorize them. How is that? You believe in Allah. Don't ever give up hope with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Most of the companions were elderly or young. Elderly. Some of the greatest minds that you're ever going to learn about were elderly or young. Elderly. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. One of the greatest minds you're ever going to study about. Who was more afqahu min Abu Bakr al-Siddiq? Who had greater understanding of Islam than Abu Bakr? He was an elder. Umar was an elder. And then there were some of the youth. Mashallah, Ali was there. Ibn Umar was there. Aisha was there. Some of the women, mashallah, these sisters are young, mashallah, strong memorizations. These brothers are young, mashallah, strong memorizations. Some of the elders are older, strong memorizations. You believe in Allah. Yes, it plays a factor. Like eating plays a factor. Working out plays a factor. How much sleep you get plays a factor. A lot of things play a factor. How much fear of Allah you have plays the most, the greatest factor. Doesn't matter how young, how much sleep. How many raisins and dates you eat? One brother, I'm going to eat my fish oil, mashallah. I'm trying to get done this Quran. I read a post. Somebody said that fish oil helps their brain cells. Maybe that's true. 
But the fear of Allah is greater than all of that. The sister said, what about greens, spinach? I read about that. Alhamdulillah. But it's something more honorable, ya khwan, than all of that, the fear of Allah. And it's reminded to myself first, ya khwan, every time you commit a sin, you ask yourself, how can I be a student of knowledge and I commit this sin? How can I, how can I, how can I? The true students of knowledge, ya khwan, they fall into error, but you can count them on your hand. You can count them. What did a Shafi'i say to Imam al wakir when he got advice from him? Can Imam al Shafi'i lahu hafizan qawi? Imam al Shafi'i was a great memorizer. But Shaykhuhu Waqir ibn Jarrah can a'fad. But his Shaykh Waqir was even more memorized. Yuqalu anhu la yura aw la yurahu katiban shay'an abadan. They said about Waqir ibn Jarrah that they never saw him write anything down. Whatever he heard, he memorized it. Allahu Akbar. Whatever he heard, he was like Bukhari, like Ahmed. Some say greater in memorization. We just don't hear about him today. At any rate, <laughs> A Shafi was similar. If he read something once, he usually had it. His memory was so strong, when he was memorizing books, he would When he was reading a book, he would cover the other page so that he wouldn't jam up. If he looked over here, he would put them together because his memory was so strong. If he went to the marketplace, he would cover up his ears because he would memorize the arguments of the people or the music or the lights. For example, his memory was strong yet. So one day, you guys are going to laugh inshallah I'm not making you laugh but it's a funny narration he was sitting down it's always a mar'a always a woman so the woman so the woman passed in front of him or to the side of him so the woman passed by and a Shafi looked at her and noticed her foot. Her foot. Not her face. Not like us today. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> not like that, yeah, Juan. The brothers are playing basketball. The girl walks past. The game is over. Not like that, yeah, Juan. No. She looked at his he looked at her foot. And then he noticed now he had to read the information another time. If he felt something like that from noticing her foot, how much more so us? Whatever we watch on the TV, when we hear stuff we shouldn't be listening to, or we fall into things we shouldn't fall into, <coughs> we think it doesn't affect our hearts. It affects your hearts, yeah. When you watch TV, and watch TV, and watch TV, and watch TV, it affects you. <coughs> Next thing you know, you start acting like the people you're watching. Look at the reality shows. Now all of our women want to be like them. All our daughters want to be like them. Look at the men's reality shows. We're the same. We're watching the reality shows. Now we're trying to be like them. Same. It affects. Some of the people of America call these TV shows a program for a reason. Don't think that they're ignorant yet. No. They know what they're doing. They're not called a program. They just took a word out the, out the dictionary just to call it something. Some psychologists say they call it a, a program because it's doing exactly that. It's programming you. For example, that's why it's called a program.
At any rate, so we look at what we look at, and then it starts affecting us. Our character, our dress, our speech, our demeanor. Everything is changing now because look what we're watching, for example. So he looked at her foot, and then he noticed it affected his memory. So he went to his Shaykh uh, Wakir ibn Jarrah, <coughs> who had a tremendous memory also. And he says a piece of poetry after that, a Shafi kana Sha'iran. Imam Shafi, one of his specialties was he was a scholar of poetry. He was a scholar of the Arabic language, a scholar of Aqidah, a scholar of Tafsir, a scholar of Shi'r, poetry, a scholar of Quran, a scholar of Al Hadith. He was a scholar in almost every field, <coughs> but he was really strong in Arabic and in poetry. So he said about this occurrence, he went to Wakir and he asked him for some advice. Imam Wakir said to him, leave off the sins. That's it. He said, give me some advice to make my memory strong. He said, leave off sins. So Shafi made some poetry about that. He said, Shakotu he said, one day I complained about the weakness of my memory to Imam al-Wakir. And he guided me to leave off and stop committing sins. And he said, this knowledge is a light. And it won't be given to a sinner. That's a tremendous advice. Not just for Shafi'i, but for all of us who want to one day become big, big imams, scholars, students of knowledge for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's get some benefit. Tonight we did a lot of talking, ikhwan. We didn't do a lot of benefit from the, from the book, inshallah ta'ala. What's the next hadith after Hassan? Da'if. Remember, if you memorize it, فَهُوَ It's really فَهُوَ But if you learn it, فَهُوَ الضَعِيفُ وَهُوَ No problem. Some books have وَهُوَ Some books have وَهُوَ Some books have فَهُوَ Most books have فَهُوَ the origin is fahwa, but the meaning is the same. It's just a dialect. So he says in every hadith that is under the level of husn, meaning hasan, qasr, then it's deficient. Fahwa da'ifu wa huwa aqsamun kufr. Or fahwa da'ifu wa huwa aqsamun kufr. So it is da'if. And it has, or da'if has many categories. What do we benefit here, Yaqwan? Aqsamul Hadith Alata. There are three categories of hadith. Al-Sahih, Hasan, Daif. Sahih, Hasan, Daif. Some people translate Sahih to be authentic, Hasan to be accepted, and Daif to be weak. Hasan doesn't mean accepted. Hasan is more than accepted. For example, I don't know one word for it. You may say good hadith. But every hadith is a good hadith. You can say a it's authentic, but with a slight variation, a slight difference between authentic, a little less than authentic, as long as you understand the meaning of it. Da'if, weak, that's a good, a good translation. Most of the hadith, or the categories of hadith, are weak. 
Most of the categories of hadith are weak. Write this definition for da'if. Write this definition for da'if. We didn't talk about da'if. We did. We did the meaning. We learned the meaning of da'if. Uh, who can remind us of the definition of a weak hadith? All of you had that before? We had that before, sir? Every hadith does not have in the You all have that? Yeah. All of you have each other's contacts here, Juan. If I miss class, I can contact somebody else. You all have that rapport? Inshallah. This is, you all have that? If Emma Talab misses, Khadija can contact her. Hey, what did we do? Where's your notes? You guys have that rapport? Inshallah. At least some of you, Ikhwan, should have that rapport. You all have the masjid's telegram? Inshallah. We'll give you our telegram for the classes also, Ikhwan. Most of the time I share them on our links also. So we have, I have my own personal links and we have the masjid's links also. So we did Da'if. Da'if. What else did we learn from Da'if, Ya oh, We did the meaning of it? There's uh, two kinds. Two kinds of Da'if? Yeah. Uh, small weakness and severe weakness. Small weakness, severe weakness, mashallah. Da'if, we did that already. Da'if. Da'if. So let's do the next piece of poetry, inshallah ta'ala, for tonight. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. Sheikh, can you copy that? Oh, it's time already. Ah, it's Fadiyah, Sheikh. Yes, salam. It's no time, Yekhwa. May Allah offer some Yekhwa. Why do the brothers go outside and call their event? Why do the brothers do that? Who soon is that? I sent him. May Allah bless you all. Two different types of weakness. Severe weakness and less weakness. Hayya 
Our brother says, May Allah hear your dua and bless your Ummi with Islam. Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. And all of our non Muslim relatives, yeah. Let's give an example of the hadith that is weak. Let's give an example of a hadith that is weak. This hadith we're going to give you is authentic, originally. Like in this chain, So we're going to give you a hadith that's authentic, but it has multiple chains. The chain we're going to give you is a weak chain. So the wording is authentic, because it comes from other chains. The chain we're going to give you is a weak chain. Write this down, ya ikhwan. We have seven minutes. Let's try our best to finish, ya ikhwan. Qala al-Imam Ahmad rahimahullah. Imam Ahmad said. Imam Ahmad said. Hadathana Abu Abdul Rahman. Abu Abdul Rahman narrated to us. So two men, Imam Ahmad, were quoting from him. He said, Hadathana Abu Abdul Rahman. Abu Abdul Rahman narrated to us. Hadathana Haywa Ibn Shuraih. He said, Haywa Ibn Shuraih. Haywa Ibn Shuraih. Now we have three men. Haywa Ibn Shuraih. Ahmed said, Abu Abdul Rahman narrated to him. He said, Haywa ibn Shuraih narrated to him. Akhbarani Bakr. Pay attention to this name. Bakr ibn Amr. Bakr ibn Amr. Haywa said, Bakr ibn Amr narrated to me. So how many men? Ahmed said that Abu Abdul Rahman said that Haywa said that Bakr ibn Amr narrated to me. Wasami'a Abdullah ibn Hubayra. Abdullah ibn Hubayra. He said he heard some uh, Abdullah ibn Hubayra. Sami'a. Uh, Sami'a Abdullah ibn Hubayra. Yaqul say Samirtu Aba Tamim. He said, I heard Abu Tamim. The tabi. I heard Abu Tamim. Yaqul say Samirtu Umar ibn al Khattab. He said, I heard Umar ibn al Khattab say. That he heard the Messenger of Allah say. Omar heard the Messenger of Allah say. If you were to only place your trust upon Allah. If you were to only place your trust upon Allah. The correct trust upon Him. 
If you were to only place your trust upon Allah, the correct trust upon Him, then you would have been provided for, or He would have provided for you, just like He provides for the bird. The bird leaves out in the morning with an empty stomach and he returns with his belly full. This hadith with this chain is weak. Pay attention to the wording. This hadith with this chain that we mentioned is weak. Who is weak in the chain? Write down this name, Yahwan. Bakr ibn Amr. Bakr ibn Amr. Huwa da'if min kibri hifzihi. He is weak from the way of his memory. He had a weak memory. So memorize this name, Bakr ibn Amr. If you see him in the chain, you know he makes the hadith weak. It only takes one. You can have reliable, from reliable, from reliable, then a liar. Then reliable, then reliable. This makes the hadith weak. Good memory, good memory, good memory. From a bad memory, makes the hadith weak. Why is this hadith authentic though, if it has a weak chain? Who knows? And it has another method. You can have one hadith that has multiple reports. You say, the brothers on the black team lost the game. And then a brother comes in, the brothers on the black team lost the game. A brother comes in, the brothers on the black team lost the game. One little child comes in and says, no, the black team won the game. Four different narrations of the same incident, same hadith. The ones that say the black team now won the game, they all have some weakness in their chain. That little baby came in, his narration was sound. So his hadith is sound. So this hadith is an authentic hadith. But the chain we gave you is weak. It's collected by Imam Ahmed, yes, but it's weak. Who makes it weak? Bakr ibn Amr. Bakr ibn Amr. Last benefit. What's the benefit of memorizing who makes the hadith weak? What's the benefit of that? To see if he's in the second chain. Ah, in general. Why do we mention what's weak and what's not weak? Who makes the hadith weak? Why is that beneficial? So we know what's authentic. So we know what's authentic from what's weak. Hey, it can come up again. You're going to read. There's a class we hope to do one day when we learn who's who in the chains of the people of Tafsir and Ibn Kathir's book. So you learn these chains, you automatically know that hadith is weak. Even if you don't even know the hadith. Why? Because I memorized this man. He makes the hadith weak. Like Bakr ibn Amr, memorize that name, Yahwan. Whenever you see him, he makes the hadith weak. Allah ta'ala wa alam wa subhanaka lahum wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk wa jazakum Allah ta'ala